UPS is currently hiring package handlers for its preload operation. Earn $14 an hour and receive up to $250 in weekly attendance bonuses while working up to a career as a package car driver. In as little as six months, you could have an opportunity to connect with customers and build lasting relationships in the community. Future you looks good in brown. Apply now at upsjobs.com or text brown to 33588. Views or opinions expressed on this show are those of the producers and or persons appearing on this show. They do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of Union Broadcasting or ESPN Louisville. Our covers on point while others stay struggling. If you don't know, better find out. Main event here to prove a point. Number one, best believe that. Don't turn the dial from the main event. 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 Cause all other shows are irrelevant. Welcome in to the Main Event Sports Show. This is your host, Haven Harrington. Join in studio, as always, by my partners in crime. I give you William Wright. All right, all right. The engineer. Yes, indeed, greedy. And the 62nd assassin himself, the Green Eye Bandit, Rashawn Quadruple A Myers. What's going on, dog? Man, I'm doing good. You know, like every time I hear that intro. Every time I hear our intro, I just want to say, wave your hands in the air <laughs> and wave them like you just don't care and say, oh. Yeah, but we're very thankful that you don't. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and, and you know, that's always a big old. And I, I don't know if everybody knows that, but anybody that's big wrestling fans, man, that's just a shout out to the uh, the red and black, the wolf pack, NWO. There you <laughs> go, baby. <laughs> there you go. Well, let's get off into it, fellas. We got a pretty exciting show today. A lot going on in the world of sports this week. Uh, it's getting ramped up, man. Man, in so a major much. way, so much going on in terms of controversy, in terms of uh, actual pure sports on the field and on the court, uh, in terms of just all kind of chaos related to just about everything. We have a lot to talk about today. Man, let's get the, into it. We got the NCAA back in town. Man, man, Investigating man. a Brian Bowen situation. You know, I miss the NCAA. <laughs> <laughs> it, seems like it, it seems like they haven't been here in about 15 minutes. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I've never hated four letters before, like four letters man. in a row, but NCAA are like my least favorite letters yes, indeed. Like in the world. They like uh, Michael Jackson song. <laughs> I'll be there. Yeah, they won't leave us. Oh, like, just look over your shoulder, you <laughs> But no, no, absolutely, man. I mean, there's so much going on with the NCAA. NCAA, the feds are back in town. We got Boogie Cousins going down. We're going to talk about that. Uh, have so many things to get into today, man. Grissom. Oh, dropping mm, mm, bombs. Uh, fools. We got fools talking. Uh, all Coach Mike has been revealed. <laughs> <laughs> and his name is David Grissom. No, that, <laughs> hey, that's, that's completely a lie. So anybody out there, don't get all upset uh, about that. But no, man, let's jump into it, man. David Grissom. Uh, you know what? I've been sitting on this all week long. I heard it on Monday. Um, it came out, David Grissom in a deposition. Um, that, you know, there's about 75 lawsuits going on in the city that pertain to the University of Louisville over, you know, people getting fired and, you know, board of trustees members getting tossed out and uh, misappropriation of funds. There's all types of things going on with the University of Louisville. So it was very interesting because uh, the former former chairman of the board of trustees of the University of Louisville, David Grissom, now he's just a uh, member 
on that board uh, was in a deposition um, this past, uh, I'm not sure if it was the, the previous Friday or Thursday, uh, but he was in a, ep- a deposition uh, where they're talking about the misappropriation of funds uh, with uh, J- Jim Ramsey uh, and, and some of the things he was doing uh, there at the University of Louisville. So uh, David Grissom, when asked about uh, Jim Ramsey and any time in which there was funds misappropriated and he didn't tell the board about what was going on with these funds or where these funds were going. Well, cavalierly enough, David Grissom comes out of his mouth and says, well, you know, Jim Ramsey told me that there was a uh, trustee on the board of trustees that was paying for the strippers and hookers. And like literally this investigation had been going on for what, about four years now. Uh, well, technically this, speaking, this, it wasn't going on anymore. Well, well, but the, 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 the news of this, the investigation, this has been going on for four years, and this is information that never came out. Well, and, and oddly enough, because I, and I have people who can attest to this. Uh, again, shout out to my former coworkers in Frankfurt, the Division of Water. All, all UK fans, mind you, and me being the only U of L fan yes. in the in the pack of of uh, kitty cats, uh, would say it still being being realistic. Where's the money coming from? That's the first thing I want to know. Who who is providing the money? But they let the investigation close without answering that question, but, and I couldn't believe but, but, it. And the thing is this, though. Let, let, let's first of all just look at the fact of the money, okay? Right. We're talking about $200 here, 200 It was only it's a total. $10,000, right? No, it was a total of $2,000 that was paid. $2,000? Uh, I $2, oh, no. When, when Katina Powell lied in the book and embellished, yeah, it said $10,000 oh, okay. in the book, so, but it so, came to be Wait a minute. All of this over $2,000? Yes, Okay, but it was about the, you know, the way it looks. It's a bad look. That's what we got. But, yeah, no, it was about $2,000. So we're talking about $200 here, $250 there, maybe $300 here. Okay, over like eight to ten parties. Okay, so that's first of all. So there wasn't any need for somebody to bankroll some, you know, two grand is nothing. You know, if, if, especially for Andre well, McGee, who was making six <laughs> figures. You know, so I, I, th- that's the first thing. But secondly, David Grissom comes out of his mouth and he says, oh, well, you know, I heard it was somebody on the board. OK, so Ann Allfather, who was uh, the, the counsel for, for the um, other party, she com- immediately jumps on this. She's like, hold on, you know, who did it? And he's like, well, I'm not going to tell you. Uh, and, and and they kind of go through a back and forth, and she continues to grill David Grissom, where he gets really flustered, and then he turns it from, well, I'm not going to tell you who did it, to he didn't tell me who did it. So first of all, you've already changed the story, which sounds a little shaky, okay? But then two days later, the University of Louisville comes out and says, you know what? We investigated this whole situation. We investigated the possibility of a board member, you know, funneling or channeling money, and we found it to be baseless. So my question is this. David Grissom, the man who's supposed to be on this board, that's supposed to be this new change in Louisville and this, uh, you know, trying to make Louisville look good and great again and all this stuff. Okay, why are you coming out of your mouth and talking about accusations that your own people have already said were false? Like to me, I'm just going to give my opinion. Well, I, I, I know the answer, but to, I'll to let me, you finish. In, in my opinion, that's somebody who does not have the best interests of the University of Louisville at heart. I mean, you know, in my personal like, like, why are you coming out of your mouth and saying that if your people have already investigated, if they've already found it to be baseless, then my only thought is you don't want to help the University of Louisville. You want to hurt the University of Louisville. And there's a lot of people around there that have said that David Grissom, when he was installed by a certain governor, he was never there to help the <laughs> University of Louisville. He was there to be a stoolie, to be a stool pigeon, to be a, a runner. And you know what? Those actions, I can't say that I disagree with it. But I digress. Well, I I have sources which I won't reveal that David Grissom is seeking his own reality show, <laughs> <laughs> and that's why he's doing this. This is his first step out on faith to uh, get into the public eye as an individual and stake his claim for getting his I mean, own is, reality is he, show. Is he trying to get a, a Netflix original? Is that what he's <laughs> right. talking about now? He's trying to get on channels that Grissom reality <laughs> Yeah, right, right. The Grissomator. He's it's coming. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, that, like to me, like this, that whole thing was just kind of shady. Hey, Van Hansen, you give me a look over there. I, I just want to know, you know, am, am I crazy? Like, but, it, you know, if... What would be the point of David what? Grissom bringing this up when they already know that none of that was baseless? Well, that, that, that is true that, that, that his statements may have been baseless. But again, I'll say that I was blown away by the fact that this investigation closed without the, the culprit that provided the money coming to light. 
Nobody knew nothing at the end of the day. And, and, nothing. And, and, and how about, you let the investigation actually come to a close? You know, penalties and all in place. Hey, and, and, you know, and to say, who, who provided the money? Nobody ever wanted to know the answer to that question. That was my first question. I mean, you could have had Benny the from money the chi- come from? You could have had Benny from the chicken shack. Uh, uh, but I still would like to know. I would still like to know. <laughs> As an investigator. Yes. Because this all revolves around payments. You would so, think. who provided the money? Well, well, first of all, at the end of the day, uh, Brother William, a.k.a. Guillermo. A. Guillermo! <laughs> Billy from the block. Um, the, at the end of the day, there was very little factual information about this whole situation. The NCAA levied their fines because of optics. Right. Because it looked bad. Right. Because it sounded bad. Well, one well, thing. No, hold up, hold up, hold up. Go, go ahead. See, that's not entirely true. Okay. It wasn't just because optics. It, it, it looked bad. Yes, it looked bad. Yes, the optics were bad. But at the end of the day, UofL did admit that there were strippers on campus. They did admit it. That strippers were paid for, and that yes. is an NCAA violation. Hard so not all those to. things Hard not to. happen. Oh, when, absolutely. When you got players, all those you got players. Uh, Plus, on, on top of that, you know, with this being a sexual scandal, now we all know how the NCAA, well, I'm, I was about to say how they take sexual scandals you know, even more seriously, but Michigan State just disproved all that. I, I'm saying, like, let's not go too far now. But Louisville's problem was is that Louisville had a history of sexual scandals, which didn't help. You know, he had the, the Karen Cipher issue, which drug on for like a year and a half. You know, you had various U of L players, um, even though they were proven false to have done, you know, were implicated in, in doing certain things, even though that was all proven false. Wait, and wait, then wait. You have so this. you're suggesting that this doesn't take place? At campuses all over the country, it happens. It does, but it's when you get caught. Doesn't matter. <laughs> I mean, everybody speeds. Hey, well, no, no, but it's, I, only, I, ha- it's I, only legal when you I, get caught. Speeding. I said exactly that. That you know, <laughs> I mean, everybody does caught. it, but not everybody gets caught. Yeah, but here's Louisville the thing. Caught. And let's let's talk about the elephant in the room that, yes. that a lot of people are not picking up this story is the fact that Rick Pitino's lawyer or Rick Pitino has urged his lawyer to follow up on the suggestion that one of the trustees provided the money. Uh, in, in my mind, kind of giving credit to Rick Patino saying that he had no idea that this whole thing was taking place. Oh, absolutely. Which also would make the He's trying to get his money. university liable to pay him the money that they owe him. Yeah. So this thing is, when you say that this thing has resurfaced, that's, that's an understatement. It's back in full effect. <laughs> that's the way to the put thing it. Is, it never really went anywhere because well, you still have a lawsuit with Rick Patino and you have a lawsuit with James Ramsey for misappropriation of funds. Well, James, so James Ramsey, if he knew what was best for him, he would go to uh, cut all his hair off and grow dreadlocks and move down to Barbados <laughs> and just try to get out of the public eye. But apparently he doesn't know what's smart for him. That I mean, guy, he has more dirt on his hands than... And I, I won't go that far, but James Ramsey, if, if people are... Uh, Never mind. I, w- I won't go there, but he he's tore up a lot of of, of uh, infrastructure that he's had control of. Uh, I mean, I'll yeah, put it that way. At the end of the day, I put it like this: the NCAA had no grounds to take that title down from the University of Louisville. Okay, they may not have liked the fact that Shane Behan and Montrez Harold Terry Rozier went to a party, but you know what? That they that may have been people that were paid for that. But I, I think they they absolutely overreached. I'll continue well, I to say that. I strongly disagree, and only I, because the, the 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 university copped to everything that they were. Oh yeah, being absolutely. Tried. They left so themselves open. But they, all, you, yeah, if, once you do if that, University of Little Fight, and you know what, the main event sports show. We were literally the only show in town that said it. Show after show, the Louisville, University of Louisville should never have just said, okay, yeah, we did everything. Well, I agree. And just throw yourself on the mercy of the court. Because I agree. You, you're allowing somebody who literally has no credibility to have all the credibility in the world, where if you would have fought and completely shown how uncredible that person was, it never would have happened. Well, but it did, and you know what? We'll see what so happens then next. That, and for that reason, I say that once the Louisville, once the, the university copped to all of the charges, yes. once they, they, they accepted it and, and punished themselves. Thank yeah. you, Chuck Smirk. There, there is no <laughs> awesome. way to say that the NCAA didn't have the right to come in and do whatever they wanted oh, to do. absolutely. No, you, you, you've, you've pleaded guilty. The University of Louisville did it to themselves. They did it to now, themselves. Now, to move the story forward, um, the NCAA is now back in town. Okay, investigating the latest allegations, of course, with the Brian Bowen situation. Um, you know, what's going on with that? But I'm going to tell you, fellas, why I'm actually happy that the NCAA is back in town. Okay, a lot of people are looking at this the wrong way. Okay, when you look at some of the things that the NCAA has done since this whole FBI investigation started, there have been 
court cases and there has been um you know the ncaa making actions against auburn and some of these other schools already i like the fact that the that the ncaa is back in town and they're asking questions that means that everything that came out in that fbi trial and 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 the recordings and things of that nature they're not just taking at face value because a lot of people thought that the ncaa was basically just going to listen to everything that was said in court and just make rulings and say, you did this, you did this, you did this. At least because the NCAA is here and they're asking questions, you have an opportunity to defend yourself. They said they went out and they talked to Kenny Johnson. Okay, they interviewed him because, of course, the father of Brian Bowen said that Kenny Johnson paid for their room. Uh, at the Galt House. Okay, so now because they are interviewing Kenny Johnson and not just taking Brian Bowen's uh, senior's word for it, that's good in, in Louisville's case because if Brian Bowen, uh, or excuse me, if Kenny Johnson comes out and says, absolutely not, that never happened, at least the NCAA is saying they're willing to listen to what he has to say. So to me, that's actually better for Louisville that they didn't just take everything that happened at the FBI trial at face value and just say, you know what, you're, you're guilty of all this. We don't care what anybody has to say because, yeah. it, you know, it was in a federal, you know, it, in a federal good. court case. So, I mean. And we can be hopeful, that, but they that's, can still, that's not likely. That, yeah, I mean, they're still going to come out and, and find what happened but at least they're listening to people's arguments well, against them. I'm, I'm going to say this. To me, the best thing about the whole investigation is this. Everybody who was connected with the Brian Bourne situation is no longer here. Everybody who was connected with, with the Cantina Powell thing is no longer here except for Grissom. He's like the last man standing. He's the only guy left. Everybody else has been fired and has been walked out the door. So if push comes to shove, Louisville could always say, man, look, we fired everybody. Everybody's gone. Leave us alone. Plus, you got more important things to worry about, like this yeah. whole Nike scandal. Yeah, but it's oh boy. But Louisville, but it, it, and not to to drag on, but Tyree had to fire the tennis coach this week. Rexy and Carmen. so, mm-hmm. and they're not being like really open as to exactly why. They just said, you know, misconduct. And Louisville just can't get enough of scandal. It's just like we're addicted to it. Hey, you know what? We, we like a little drama. You know what I'm saying? A little. In, 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 the, Derby, a little? in the Derby City, man. Did you we, say a little? We do everything big. If we're going to do well, it, we're going to yeah. do it big, man. Well, honestly, though, this all comes back to the fact that remember when we tried to get the Hornets to come to town? And yes. Tom George and company all said, we don't need professional sports in Louisville. Yeah. We have the University of Louisville. That's our professional sports. You don't need the NBA. <laughs> we got the Cardinals. That's our professional yeah. sport. So now, and, what's and, happening and it goes is to show that the fans, the people in the city, wanted something because of the way we're we're showing so much love for Louisville City FC. Uh, it shows that we wanted something here, and we still That's want something. That's yeah, good point. Uh, we do. The, and the city got up behind them so hard that they we're dying for something more. Uh, and an NBA team is still, I think, a, a great opportunity. I've always wondered how is it such that the city. In this, in, on this entire planet that is the most synonymous with baseball by way of the Louisville Slugger does not have a professional baseball team. Actually, at one point, Louisville actually had two well, professional. But I we mean, don't now. Back, yeah, we, we let them we let them. Yeah, go. we actually had a lot before, yeah. but we don't have anything now. Back, back in the olden days. Hey, yeah, and and if, days. if you guys want to give us any call or, or, or you know, anything, text us. Uh, the call in line, 502-8150-939. Text line, 502 502- 3831939. Give us your text. Give us your calls. I want to hear your thoughts your on, on Grissom's foolishness. Your thoughts on the Brian Bowen situation. Is it good or bad that the NCAA is back in town at least listening to arguments? Um, you know, as well, I, I know that uh, we're going to be getting into next what, what you brought up, Haven, the fact that the feds are, are back as well. If you have thoughts on, on the feds now uh, turning up the heat on the EYBL. I know a lot of people uh, thought that, you know, we, we continued to hear about the Adidas scandal. We continued to hear about Chuck Person and, uh, you know, all these guys involved with Adidas basketball grassroots uh, and saw the court cases come out. And everybody's like, you know what? The EYBL, the Nike schools, they're not going to get touched. Duke's going to slide. Kentucky's going to slide. Arizona's going to slide. But now we're starting to see and hear about the EYBL case. Now, EYBL grassroots, they did get investigated, but right. they did not raid the EYBL facilities until they were announcing the Adidas scandal. They had already been 
um, investigating Adidas for almost two years. Right. Okay. The Nike investigation didn't start until they made that announcement. So understand, they're about two years behind in the cycle. Okay. So that doesn't mean that Nike and those players, and that's not going to come to light. It just means you still got a little bit of time before they make their initial uh, indictments and things of that nature. Uh, but Michael Avenetti came out this week uh, saying that he submitted documentation uh, in federal court this uh, yesterday. Okay, uh, alleging that, uh, you know, the head of EYBL um, was paying coaches to send money to uh, specific players. He also ha- detailed some situations with Zion Williamson, uh, DeAndre Ayton, uh, Romeo Lankford uh, of Jeffersonville and, and others. And how, you know, these basically these EYBL coaches were paying these players families for them to play on the EYBL. And I think that that is huge. And the only basketball, uh, the only basketball personality that was um, named at all in this whole situation was Kentucky assistant Kenny Payne. So to me, if you're the first name that comes out, that's never a good the, sign. That's never a good sign. Because never a good now sign. You're tied to it from here on out. So now all we're going to see is pictures of Kenny Payne right. or the UK logo right. all over this. Yes, indeed. And I can't say I'm upset about. No, that. I'm not upset about <laughs> it at all. As a matter of fact, I've been salivating, waiting for this hammer to drop. Uh, we actually have a caller in on line one who uh, uh, has some input about this topic. Uh, caller, what's your name? And go ahead with your statement. Hey guys, my name's Andrew. Uh, first time caller. And uh, was just kind of listening to the conversation uh, as a longtime Cards fan. Just really worried about, you know, what the NCAA is going to try to levy on us as far as, you know, do you think death penalties on the, on the table? Or do you think, I guess, I know that we fired everybody and we did the right thing. And I think we were kind of trailblazers in that regard, considering all the other schools that are, have been implicated. But I just want to get your thoughts about how severe the punishment might really be. Well, we appreciate that call, Andrew. Uh you know, the fact of the matter is, uh, as I said earlier, once you cop to everything that's been laid on the table as uh, in terms of charges, yes. you open yourself up to whatever they want to lay on But you. Now, that was with the Katina, Katina Powell situation. Right. This FBI, the, the, the new allegations is completely separate from that. So we'll have to see what the University of Louisville's defense tactic is this time around, okay, because this is a completely different uh, set of circumstances okay and Andrew to your question I don't think we can really go into the mindset of what the NCAA is going to do because they've shown they'll literally do just about anything where in North Carolina gets off for academic cheating for more than 20 years right but you know that there's a bag of hammers thrown at University of Louisville and some of the other schools so um, I, I only thing I can say is this the biggest question is going to be what is the University of Louisville going to be charged with because what? we understand that um, you know you had a Louisville assistant that was said to be in a room right Right. In Las Vegas. Um, now, it was said that when, with this assistant in the room having this conversation with Adidas officials, as soon as money came out on the table, he left. Jordan Fair left the room as soon as money became available. So how do we look at that? How do we break that down? Is the, is the NCAA going to try to say that, you know what, you shouldn't have been in the hotel room having these conversations? We don't know. Right. But to me, the biggest thing that is, that's going to be on the table for Louisville is the fact that Brian Bowen Sr. says that Kenny Johnson gave them money, gave them $2,500 to stay at the Galt House. Like, to me, that's the biggest one. Like, people want to look at the whole, quote-unquote, Brian Bowen situation and that whole recruitment. But to me, I think the biggest smoking gun for Louisville that they're going to have to refute and find a way to get around is that payment to Brian Bowen, Bowen Sr. for the Galt House. The Galt House State. Well, yeah. uh, and, and then in addition to that, Andrew, we don't know everything that's known about this situation. That's another thing. We know bits and pieces of it. So it's kind of hard at this point to, you know, have an idea of how the NCAA is thinking about it because there's very little we, we hear of what we think they know in terms of tape recorded conversations and so on and so forth uh, but we just don't know enough about it to have an idea at this well, point. Well, I mean, and I think the biggest thing is the FBI. They, you know, when they came, when Louisville was mentioned, this whole situation, pretty much the Jordan Fair little bit of communication in the hotel room, as well as you know Brian Bowen Senior basically coming out and saying that he got this money for the Gold House, is really the only thing that came up about Louisville in the FBI investigation, as far as the court cases are concerned. So we don't know with the NCAA investigating if they're going to uh, find new information. I don't know how the NCAA's uh, enforcement committee is going to find more than the FBI but who knows hey we'll find out and on the other side of break man we got so much more to talk about Cardinal players doing it big in the NFL we have 
Man, just so much more to go. But Boogie Cousins going down injury. So much more on that when we come back on the break from the Main Event Sports Show. back into the main event sports show it's derby city game day live is going down here at the palatial studios of 93.9 the ville rashawn william haven harrington jr jr bringing you all the stylisms and the, the things that we do at the main event sports show man hey and i just want to let everybody know uh make sure you come out monday nights to the tunerville tavern the main event sports tv live 1201 south first street the tunerville tavern man come out you listen to some excellent sports talk. Meet the main event crew. Uh, get you some of those main event wings. They are the best wings in the business, man. Let me tell you something, though. Will, I, I know you love your, your main event wings with man, the Jerky yes Q and, sauce. Yes, dog. indeed, man. I love me some Jerky Q wings, man. <laughs> oh, my goodness. They're so good. He gets them literally every time before we get started on the show. So yes, make indeed. sure you guys come out. 8 o'clock, uh, we get started uh, and usually go to around 9, 9.30. And that's on the corner of 1st and Oak. Exactly. And, our, and our on the Oak Street side. And on the Oak, Oak Street side again, 1201 South 1st Street, the Tunaville Tavern. Uh, please come out there. Or better yet, just go by the Tunaville Tavern anyway. I mean, they're in the heart of Old Louisville. They're your favorite little neighborhood tavern bar type place, especially when they have the happy hour between three and six. We that get is. to, you know, get the two dollar get the, excuse me, get the four dollar appetizers, get the two dollar ofo, and the ten dollar domestic buckets. I mean, that's you can't beat that. And make sure y'all say what's up to Chris, man. Chris is the best bartender in Louisville. Chris man. is my man. Yeah. That's the man in there. So t- tell uh, tell everybody that the main event sports show said what's up. Yes, man, indeed. You heard him on uh, get Derby City. Yes, game indeed. Back. And don't forget, you can also follow the Main Event Sports Show at MainEventSports101.com. That's our website, man. You can go download the app, sign up for the newsletter. Everything we do is on the website, so go check us out. Yeah, hey, did can. anybody ever tell you you have like a voice for radio? Like really? You have such a very nice speaking voice. You can follow us on Twitter. <laughs> This is this is me pandering for Twitter followers. You can follow me at the sports domain. We got tweet first. The dopest Twitter handle. In the sports universe, the sports domain, I have 13 followers. <laughs> if I can get 15 by next week's show, y'all, I'm making progress. Hey, Do that for me. How will you get more than 13 <laughs> followers, man? Sound like a Sally Struthers, uh, uh, <laughs> feed you know the <laughs> East African feed the children. Yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> and, of course, you can follow the main event sports show at M-E Sports um, or myself at Rashawn. That's R-A-A-S-H-A-A-N uh, for everything that the main event sports show is doing. Um, but but kind of, uh, Haven, you made a good point, uh, again, to Andrew's question. And, if you, of course, if you want to get in, you can be next, 502-8150-939, or text in at 502-3831-939. Uh, to further Andrew's point, the, the one thing that does exasperate everything for the University of Louisville is, of course, the fact that they're already on probation from the Katina Powell situation. So I mean, any- this, like, this literally dropped. Like six months after you got like your punishment for Katina Powell, like this literally came out like less than six months later. After oh, yeah. Rick Patino said he told all his assistant coaches we can't get a walk a jaywalking ticket, you know, at this point. So immediately following definitely that, not a good they look. went jaywalking, like all of them, <laughs> all of them, just ignored them. Moon walked across the street, break dance backwards. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> Did the worms like uh, we don't care what you say, Rick? <laughs> so yeah, I mean, so that that does exasperate it, and that can definitely make the fines a lot heavier. Is a death penalty on the table? Um, I don't personally think that there's no. ever going to no, be a death I'm, penalty. No, no, it's not. The NCAA, the okay. NCAA would never, in my opinion, would never levy a death penalty again after they destroyed SMU, which has still never came back from their death penalty. Ooh. I do not see them ever doing that again. I mean, how many times have they had a chance to take down Miami? The U. Yeah. I mean, they had checks, video. I mean, they had all sorts of evidence. Yeah. Pictures from the yacht. 
players like you know picking up girls and throwing them over their shoulders. I mean, it was it was crazy. Yeah, White everything. powder on their nose, driving Corvettes. <laughs> yes. I'm like, what is this? Did you see that picture? Yeah, that that, that everything and no death penalty, Har- yeah. hardly anything. You yeah. know, and plus, you know, to me, it it has already been set in stone what to do. As long as you don't cooperate, you can skate by. If the glove does not fit, you must acquit. Apparently, like. After North Carolina showed everybody, just don't cooperate, hire your own lawyers, just deny everything and say no. Well, that's not... You get a slap on the wrist. That's not sports common sense. That's not sports <laughs> allegations common sense. That's common common sense. sense. You would think so. <laughs> Unless Chuck Smirch involved. <laughs> right. He's like, you know what? Say you did everything. Say yes, we did literally everything that you said we did. Man, that, All that, of it. that was insane. Because like Notre Dame <laughs> admitted to uh, academic violations. It was like a very small, I mean, it wasn't even a good academic violation. They you know, they got hit with, you know, games vacated. All the teams says like, no, no, I don't know what you're talking about. And Arizona, course, prime example, coach, man, look, we got you on video. No, I, I don't It wasn't know. me. It's the, it's the Shaggy defense. Yeah, it wasn't no. me. That's <laughs> what we need to come back with the rejoin is Shaggy, <laughs> man. It, it, it wasn't I mean, me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that, like literally. But, of course, the University of Louisville would never use Chuck Smurd again uh, in, in, in any sort of capacity, except they are because he's still in town and now consulting on this whole Brian Bowen situation. So Yo, I, I have no idea what I, the University I, I, of Louisville is thinking with that. Chuck Smurt's collar, man, to see if he's wearing a wire or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, dude, for real. Uh, we, we need to check this out, man. You coming here with a tank top on from now. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Sit in the corner. Right, right. <laughs> no, just talking to the lapel right yeah, here. Yeah, right with here. no shirt on. You got to sit in the corner with no shirt on. <laughs> right. And then so anything that be... you say, they just say, what's what, what's uh, Chuck thing? And then just say, just do the opposite. Right, right. <laughs> Whatever he says, it doesn't Wouldn't matter. be shocked that dude got a big UK tattoo on his back. <laughs> We're going to get these guys uh, one way or another. I got them in my uh, pocket now. Gosh. They do everything I tell them to. Yeah. So, I, But you know what? In better news, let's, let, let's move on from that let's because move on. we have a lot that's going to happen with that that we'll continue to unpack over the next several days. Uh, but but in better news, um, Jordan Warren did get a, a mention as a first-team All-American by Blue Ribbon Magazine. Uh, so that was huge for him. Um, cannot wait to see what Jordan does this year. I'm very, very excited about that. Unfortunately, um, his friend, his, him and his friends of the Nigerian national team um, are still awaiting their funds from the Nigerian national uh, you know, consulate or government or whoever gives them the money to do their traveling. Apparently, FK Udo, who plays for the uh, Utah Jazz, sent a tweet out yesterday that said the Nigerian government has yet to give them their funds for their training, their travel, and their food. <laughs> for for you know to go to China to represent Nigeria in the World Championships. So basically, I don't know if they're stuck in Nigeria, but we don't really know what's going to happen with that. That was about about uh, eight o'clock yesterday evening uh, where he came out with this tweet. So we're kind of waiting to see what's going to happen with the Nigerian national team if they're going to be able to represent their country because apparently Nigerians being tight with the pocketbook. You know what? <laughs> I believe the money will be found. Hopefully. And we can continue on with uh, with Jordan can continue on with the saga playing for national team and get some more experience. Well, no, exactly. In China, I mean, how you tell you people ain't got the money? Well, no, no, I, and I know how they, I actually know how they can get the money. <laughs> it happens all the time. No, no, You'd seriously. Be surprised. No, I know how, I know exactly how to get the money. I just got an email last week uh, from a guy in Nigeria yes. who says that he has some money. <laughs> no, no, seriously, it says it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> All you got to do is send him $100 and he's going to send yeah, you how no, much? They, they would send us a check for $16 million. All right, well, there we go. And we can fund the whole trip. No, <laughs> I'm serious, man. We, we will take care of this whole situation. Just leave it up to the main event sports show, the Derby City Game Day. We will handle this for you, Jordan. That is very nice. That is, yes, absolutely. Yeah, so I, I guess they're going to have to call that dude up, find his house, and go <laughs> knock on his door and ask him if they can borrow that $16 million. <laughs> right. That's, I mean, but no, but, that's not how it happens. It, yeah. has, it has to be done over the dark web. It has web. to be done. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, that's that's how it works. According to the email, it's a prince. He's a prince. <laughs> we can't just walk up to his house. Just go to the prince's house. <laughs> Maybe they have you know guards with the big feathers on top of their head. You know, I don't know, uh, but yeah, but that's that's kind of a weird situation. I, I mean, I've heard of not having the checks when you're playing for some of these pro teams overseas. You know, like uh, the, I believe they said that um, 
uh, Muhammad Lasage uh, was in a situation where he was held at gunpoint by the guys that ran the basketball team when uh, Lasage lost, lost his um, ability to play for the University of Louisville. Um, he was pretty much forced to play for a professional team when he was younger. Um, and when the NCAA found out that, he ended up losing all his eligibility to play for the University of Louisville. But, you know, I've heard of situations where you get to some of these shady pro teams, but never a national team. Like, how does the national team not get you know, funding? Like, it's I, crazy. I believe the money will be found. I know right now that Nigeria is actually going through some elections, and there's a little bit of a political instability kind of going on right now with the transitional government. So hopefully that can all get taken care of and they can go ahead and get the funds. But no, this isn't – you know, I actually heard about the Nigerian national – not Nigerian national team, but Nigerian sports actually doing this quite a bit. Really? <laughs> They're holding out funds. Yeah, so wow. this so this really doesn't surprise me. I, I've, I've heard this before. Uh, but oh, you know, but hey, but you know what? I believe the money will be there. They'll eventually go over to China. It may not be for the first game or the second or maybe the third, but they'll be there. They'll be there at some point. At well, some point, they'll be there eventually. The fewer teams that go, the better chances that the U.S. has <laughs> to win. Because right now, <laughs> it's not looking too good. Hey, I'm gonna tell you like hey, that. You know what? I'm gonna give my team USA brothers a little shout out, man, because you know that they came out and they they really. Kind of dogged the universe, uh, not the universe, Louisville, the Team USA for losing to a group of like G League players and overseas guys. Okay, they came out and they had this big splash. Team USA loses thirty six to fourteen to a to a, you know a group of G League guys. Okay, and they splash this across the scene with no real content behind it. Now, you know, they finally came out with the rest of the story and we found out that Team USA had been practicing for about two hours and then they basically came out uh, and, uh, you know, brought these guys out fresh and they played Team USA after they had been practicing for a couple hours and they ended up getting the win in about 10 minute scrimmage. So, uh, of course, Team USA was pissed off. They you came know what? out. No, and no, time out, time out. I don't care. That's still no excuse. No, I agree. No, that's no, no excuse. excuse. Hey, I mean, I don't, that's no excuse. I agree. No, that's that's no excuse. If you're grinding hard for a couple of hours, no, man, you no, got you're no, going against up. dudes that are no, fresh. I first mean, of all, these are professionals, pros. A, a two-hour practice ain't nothing. They do this all the time. Hey, I, this is not Allen Iverson. <laughs> well, I'll practice. say this. No, uh, and, and, that's and when I have this conversation all the time with people about the best generation, which, which generation was the best in the NBA? I said, I have two words for you. Dream team. There will never be another collaborative of NBA talent such as the Dream Team. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Ever. No doubt. And that's why I say that the late 80s, early 90s was the golden age of the NBA. Without question. Oh, without question. But but you know what, though? I really like this group for Team USA with Donovan Mitchell, uh, with Kimball Walker, um, Jason Tatum, uh, Chris Middleton. I really like this group. And they came out against Spain last night. Um, Spain, who's considered to be the number two team internationally, uh, the 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 uh, team USA won ninety to eighty one last night. Looked very very good. If it wasn't for uh, Mark Gasol going off hitting, I guess three threes in the last minute or so, um, Team USA would have had a fifteen sixteen point win. Yeah, but they um, didn't. But they didn't. I mean, they, they came out, they hit the shots. But no, I mean, I think that this Team USA squad, even though they're young, I uh, really like where Team USA is. Ninety to eighty one. Still no excuse. No, it's it's uh still it's, no excuse. Now now they didn't tell you that the very next day they brought them same G leaguers in and Team USA beat them by like forty. No, they didn't because, tell they us got, that. because they got embarrassed. So I mean, you they, know. They, cause they they should have been about forty because they were embarrassed. There's no way you can lose a bunch of G leaguers and washed up dudes overseas. Well, well, Williams' favorite team of all time, uh, Dream Team, lost to a bunch of college players during their build up, including Chris Weber. Uh, on their build-up for their run, uh, and they lost to those guys. Now, of course, Jordan and those guys beat them by like 50 or 60 the of next course. time they played. Of course. But, I mean, it happens. It's basketball, man. I mean, it, you know, nah. so you nah. know, I, I think that it's getting overblown. Team USA is going to be good to go, and hopefully Jordan Ward will get a chance to uh, get out there and play against some of those Team USA guys. Well, here's the question. If they win the bronze, <laughs> do they show up to the award ceremony? Well, I mean, Le- LeBron won the bronze. He showed up. So... You you just cannot give up an opportunity <laughs> that's to hate boy, on LeBron. That's, that's you know where he, he got the nickname LeBron's James. Yeah, really though. So I mean, you know, he was. I'm not talking. I'm not talking to you I anymore just, today. I, I just want to bring you, that can up. Can you mute his mic? <laughs> do we have a mute? Is it over here somewhere? <laughs> Show me how to do this. You can't stop the signal, baby. When we come back, we have some uh, comments fresh off the text line, going right into the second break.
Fellas, let me tell you something, man. This is still, to me, the coldest Jigger album of all time, man. Dead Presidents. Oh, yeah, to Re- everybody. Excuse me, Re- Reasonable Doubt, Reasonable man. Doubt, yeah, of course. It's, it's, my, it's by far my favorite. That's a very nice read. Without question. Hey, and I just want to let everybody know that our main man, William Wright, he, he's the guy who does the preparation and does, gets all the music He's together. our DJ. Oh, Absolutely, thank you, fellas. Man. Thank they, you. They do an our excellent DJ. job. Man. Y'all are too good to me. <laughs> and make sure you guys come out, man, 1201 South 1st Street to the Tunaville Tavern, to, or excuse me, Monday night. 8 o'clock, Main Event Sports TV Live is going down. Come out, meet the Main Event Sports crew, shake hands, take pictures, talk kiss sports, kiss, kiss, kiss babies, play some pool, whatever you want to do. Come free out pool. For free pool at that. Uh, make it happen uh, Monday, Monday nights, 1201 South 1st Street, man. Come out and, and check us out. Uh, but, fellas, uh, of course, we always like to kind of give a shout-out to things going on nationally. We always like to, to talk about those things. I'm going to talk about something that, that was big for me, and, and then I know you guys are going to break down a little something as well. But I did want to give a shout-out, man. Unfortunately, former Kentucky Wildcat Boogie Cousins, uh, DeMarcus Cousins, went down with the ACL. Dude, that's time, um, out, that was time out. No, time out, time out. That, that's not even a story. He gets hurt every year. <laughs> he it does. Was, it was just a matter of time of when he was going to get hurt. This just happened like way before the season started. Well, well I mean, it, it's tough for, for, but for do, but DeMarcus. But going to happen. No, I, I agree with you. And, and I think the biggest issue with DeMarcus, man, and he's a very talented <laughs> player. <laughs> oh, um, I'm sorry, fellas. I didn't mean to interrupt. But on no. our text line here, we have a comment in reference to the Nigerian. Oh, okay. Nigerian <laughs> national team. Do we have an update? We have No, no, no. We don't have an update. <laughs> but uh, the commenter said they will get them the money, but first they just need to wire them $1,000 so that the funds can be released. <laughs> <laughs> hey, exactly. Hey, send that thousand dollars in Nigerian government. You get your money, man. <laughs> but 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 no. But seriously, man. About about Boogie. I'm I. You know I hate Kentucky as much as anybody. <laughs> but um, I don't like to see any athletes get hurt. Um, for, for to me to me Haven Haven. Uh, Demarcus got to do one of two things. He either needs to limit his ball game to pretty much being a low post guy and just kind of throwing elbows, things of that nature. Um, or he's going to have to be a guy who loses about 60 or 70 pounds. And, you know, because he's trying to go out there, handle the ball, spin moves, and up and right. down. Dude, it was he's practice. doing too much. I mean, but, but what I'm saying is he's too big to try to play that way. There's well, a reason that Shaq wasn't a point guard. I don't think the boogie's too big for his, for his, his body. He's I'm not. He's not. He's not too, carrying like a fat. I think he's too big for how he's trying to play. I do agree, but you saying to lose sixty or seventy pounds? I don't think he has it to lose. Oh, I mean, yeah, you might be right, but I mean, he's got to do something, man. Because Dude, I, I'd hate. I just, mean, you know what? Some guys are just injury prone. Like some guys, once they start having injuries, it just never stops. I.e., Derek Carr for the Raiders. I mean, it like, sucks, like you know, Derek Carr is going to play Haven. six Why? games and get hurt. Well, some gonna, of these can be because o- happens every year, yeah, yeah. and some of these can be overcompensation injuries. And you're talking to a person who ha- who's had to deal with that. Sometimes. When you have certain things that go wrong, you know you, the rest of your body starts to overcompensate, and then it, it, it brings along other additional injuries. Um, fellas, we have a call on the line. All right, uh, let's bring let's him get in. to it. We have Ross on the line. How you doing today, Ross? Go ahead with your comment. Hey, what's going on, Rashawn? Hey, what's going on, Ross? How you doing, my brother? Hey, I told you I got you. Hey, uh, I appreciate that. You know, yeah, no problem. So, first of all, I'm gonna have to disagree on on the Jigga album. Okay. I, I still think I still think Blueprint, the first Blueprint, is just absolutely, nasty. absolutely. Yeah, I mean that. Pr- no, I was just gonna say like like the Blueprint. I think by far, by and large, for the masses, I think Blueprint is the one that everybody loves. I'm just you know I, I'm I'm most no, I'm I love my just, definitely doubt. definitely be a reasonable doubt. I think it was his best album. And I think after uh, <laughs> you, you Volume Three, old school, that members only shirt you got <laughs> with my members only shirt. <laughs> I, after Volume <laughs> yeah. Three, I think uh, Jay Z he completely fell off in my opinion. But uh, I guess the masses disagree. But that's fine. <laughs> Which, I, I mean, like so the, my thing is the reasonable doubt album like. That it, like any rapper when they're you know when they're first getting in like those first few albums are like the ones that are just the most raw you know they yes. they hit the most as far as the 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 coming up you know but then they they once they break through they they kind of lose some of their uh, I don't know the the influence I guess you should say or they just don't hit the same way you know because they've they've kind of made it so like their their strife and 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 challenges are kind of a little different you know? right that's no very doubt, true no that's doubt. very Absolutely. true that's very yeah, true and speaking so. of jay-z yeah jay-z is in the news this week he is he's yeah, in we, the we news gonna, quite we, a bit this week we definitely gonna get that I, I know you had another comment what, what else you got for us ross yeah so um and as far as boogie too man uh you know being around 
you know, healthcare and, and watching sports as much as, as we all do. When you start seeing big guys that have soft tissue injuries like that, I mean, this is three years in a row. Like, this is not going to end well for Boogie. There's nothing that he can do. His body's just honestly breaking down at this point. I don't think it has anything to do with how he's playing or anything. That's just the, that's just the life of a of a big guy in yeah. in basketball, particularly. I mean, I wish him all the best of luck. I know a lot of people hate Boogie, but if he was a Louisville Cardinal, we'd all love him. We I certainly mean, would. Not actually, right I actually like uh, Cousins he's quite a, a bit because he's, he's a bully. Like it, you love that dude when that dude is on your team, but when he's on somebody else's team, you hate him. But um, I was just gonna say, football, man. I'm so I'm so ready for football. Uh, My I mean, man. We're, we're like two weeks out now, or something like that. Almost. It's just it's so close. I got a fantasy football draft today. Um, I don't know if y'all heard yesterday, but on a, on another station, uh, Dion Branch was talking, and he's been at practice, and he said made some comments about um, Conley kind of looking good and he said if it was his opinion he thinks that Conley and Pats are both going to play so I don't know what to take away from that um I it's guess true we'll see. it's all I, true I want I want Pats to do well I, I like I like guys being able to redeem themselves and, and I, I just I, I don't see how Nick Saban you know uh Malzahn Bobby there's no way that all these guys got it wrong with Jawan Pass. They didn't just go off a 24/7, you know, ranking. Like they saw, they wanted this guy, right. and I just, I want to see him be able to kind of redeem himself and be nice. So, uh, regardless, it's going to be live at the Cardinal Stadium, and I, I just can't wait. I hope everybody's excited, and uh, just shout out to Marcus Maven too uh, for dropping. Uh, possible third down music i don't know if y'all heard that but the start of riot song I needs did. to be the new third down song so let's make it happen as uh always i'll be I'll tuning in on saturday with you guys uh congratulations as always go car go cards go program hey appreciate <laughs> it ross thank you thanks man. ross man you know what Pass will get his redemption. He will get his redemption i'm telling you he had like no coaching last year it's coming we are we also on alabama game what he's capable of. But I, I've heard a lot of people it's talking coming. about Conley. They said that, that, Dude, that, the, the, that the freshman about looks good, man. I mean, when we went to media day, you could tell that he loves Conley. Passlin is going to get a shot, but Conley's going to be that dude. He is. Absolutely. Now I, I, I agree. But talking about football, we have some big, big, big news and controversy in the NFL this week revolving around Jay-Z yes. and, and, and the commissioner of the NFL – uh, breaking bread and, and and being chummy and and Jay Z <laughs> supposedly selling out Colin Kaepernick and and quite a few other people after he encouraged several people to pass on the Super Bowl halftime show, uh, telling them that it wouldn't be in the best interest of uh, of our people for them to perform. Now Jay Z is sitting at the table with the NFL, and a lot of people are not happy about that. There also is news that recently broke. Uh, overnight that Jay-Z is uh, in place to become a uh, part owner of an NFL team. So what what do you think? Do you think he has always had this up his sleeve and he was just trying to uh, to maneuver, to put himself in the proper position to make these kind of things happen? Uh, and, and what would be his motivations for doing such a thing? It's, Money. Uh, well, as, I mean, as usual I mean, and always. Lord. But how much do you need? I mean, my goodness, he's a billionaire now. I mean, you, you, you can never have enough. No, you always can, but some people <laughs> yeah. just don't understand that greed is a is a disease. And, I, and once but you here's have, here's the thing, though, man, you can like never have enough. And what Jay Z's trying to do, and one of the things with Jay Z, what he's trying to do is he's trying to give the players a forum to talk about uh, grievances and issues that they have with societal ills. Number one, but more importantly, something kind of got glossed over is that the NFL's now tapped him to uh, hire all the artists for the Super Bowl, the Pro Bowl, and all these other events. So, you know, Jay's making a mint off of that and not only becoming a part owner. I mean, that's huge. Well, it's huge if he gets more ownership than he did when he was uh, – I believe he owned uh, the, the, the Nets for a little bit. He had like, the Brooklyn Nets. He was yeah, a mi- I mean, minority owner. He, he's definitely interested in, in sports ownership, and there's there's right. never, of course, been a black owner in the NFL. Right. So, I mean, that that would be A, a barrier-breaking uh, move for Groundbreaking. sure. Groundbreaking, but uh, I just don't know. You know, my, my attitude is Jay Z has always been a shady character, in my opinion. Never been a huge fan of his. Uh, 
But these kind of things, he's always gotten a pass for it. He yeah. does things that people give him a pass. Uh, but apparently a lot of people are not giving him one on, on, on this one. But uh, he even some of his own artists, like Rihanna, has spoke out against it. She called him shady. Yeah, um, so you know it is what it is. Well, you know what? Uh, I, I think know, I, I think Nas said it best in the ether. Just listen to the song, and Nas kind of broke down Jay Z for real. Everything about <laughs> hey, him. Hey, Everything that's about real. him. That's real. But, uh, I know we, we we got a new segment. We have a new segment this week, coming up this week. We have a new segment coming up this week, uh, and I think I can tell you or I'll show you better than I can tell you, uh, as they say. Uh, it's called "You Big Dummy." What do you want, you big dummy? That's how we're getting down here, fellas. And we're going to call out people who've done some of the wildest things over the week, some of the stupidest things over the week, and some of the dumbest things over the week. I see what you Yes, there are a lot. I like that. What's that now? I, I love it. You're big dummy. Fred Sanford. Yes, like indeed. That. What do you like want, that. you big dummy? I'm not going to do that live anymore. We're going to record that and have <laughs> that punched in. But, uh, folks, there are a lot of candidates for the YBD Award this week. Boogie Cousins, Tories ACL, playing in a game of 21 in an inner city rec league. Jay-Z sold his soul to the NFL. And David Grissom decides to throw fuel on a dead campfire. But no, people, there's a much larger aggressor in the room. And who is this aggressor? Who? It would be me. What? The Memphis Only see, shirt? Yes, it did. <laughs> <laughs> Prior to hitting the air here at 93.9 The Ville, you know, we were pretty much a local sports-centric show. I mean, sure, we dabbled and national topics but for the most part we focused on local sports statewide sports well last week we got a text message from one of our listeners asking about texas football and i replied simply who cares well folks the truth of the matter is we care we care about you we care about your thoughts we care about your input and we do understand that now we are on a bigger platform but be patient with us folks it's going to be a transition period we have to get out of our U of L, UK, West Kentucky Hilltop of ways and open ourselves up to more national topics. So, again, we're glad to have you listening. We're glad to have you responding. And we look forward to your input. Texas football guy, shoot us another text. In fact, give us a call. We'd love to hear from you. Yes, indeed, I am the inaugural big dummy of the week. And I take that and hold that close to my heart. Very nice, very nice. Well said. That is our inaugural big dummy segment. So look more, look for more big dummy segments moving forward. That was outstanding. Well, awesome. I, I like that, man. Awesome. And you know what, fellas? It's about that hour went by so fast, fast man. I, I mean, so much more to talk about. Lamar Jackson, Hurling Jerry, Hurling. Hey, that's Cardinal on Cardinal Crime right there, man. <laughs> I know, right? Wow. <laughs> he said, and he even told him. He said, I, I didn't. Have, you didn't have to do me like that, man. You had to do me like that. <laughs> Josh Allen still hasn't thrown a touch. Touchdown pass for the Bills. He's terrible. He is terrible. Trash. So much more, man. And guess what? We are one week out from football, people. Florida. Miami, Florida going is going down. down. Next week, Let's do it. football's back, baby. The U, baby. Let's get it. The U. Hey, and remember, without any struggle, there, there is, is no, no progress. progress. Peace. Peace. The views or opinions expressed on this show are those of the producers and or persons appearing on this show. They do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of Union Broadcasting or ESPN Louisville. At Class Act Federal Credit Union, it's all about the people and education. Class Act serves the educational community of Louisville and surrounding counties, including University of Louisville students and alumni. Ask about our honors checking accounts that yields 4% interest and allows $25 in ATM refunds each month. Drop your bank, join the movement. Text ESPN to 502-212-3167 to enter our weekly $25 Visa gift card drawing. Again, text the word ESPN to 502-212-3167. Visit classact.org today.